0: A tall man, a dark suit, long arms and tentacles. Is he an innocent figment of someone's imagination, or are his motives something much more sinister? Today's topic is Slenderman. Up in the night, your heart fills with dread
1: Still have this fucking Ouija board in my house. You have a Ouija You gotta get that get rid of it, man. I wanna know which one of our listeners decided to ship me what I'm going to assume is a cursed Ouija board.
0: I appreciate the uh the creativity that went into the packaging because the label was marked that it was from Parker Brothers. Yes. Like 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 the board sent itself to me from what? their headquarters. And apparently, I guess you write in to Parker Brothers and say, "Please send a Ouija board to a friend." I yeah, don't
1: know. I don't know. Or it's just uh, it sent itself. Like it Ugh. just looked up my address. Or knew it. my other theory is that your childhood doll sent it to oh, you. Oh God, my mom did find all those dolls in the attic
0: this weekend, so she it... got her all riled up and she
1: <laughs> sent you a Ouija
0: board. Don't forget about me.
1: Maybe, maybe I don't know. I um, <laughs> I'm not using it. It is just sitting on the counter currently.
0: Yeah, people were like, oh, you guys should put it on an episode. Hell no. We're uh-uh. recording at my house. I am not, I'm not having a cursed ass Ouija boy to come to my damn house. Several people have said I should burn it. I think so. There's a ravine behind my house. We're going to throw it in the ravine. <laughs> burn it and throw it in the ravine. We
1: do have some plans for it. Yeah,
0: it's just which, kind of um,
1: if you come to our live show.
0: October 26th, 1130 p.m. at Dallas Comedy House. Yeah. Free. Yes. It is free. Tickets are free. Show on up. It's
1: going to be a lot of fun right
0: before Halloween. Good way to start
1: getting in the creepy frame of mind. So uh, come to that, and you'll see what we're going to do with it.
0: You you just might get cursed. Just kidding. You probably won't. Uh, <laughs> you can also maybe get cursed with what we're going to be discussing today seriously when it said someone was like once you talk about him he'll follow you around," I was like
1: oh damn it we now we already saw what happened when I made fun of Annabelle I had a stomach virus for 48 hours
0: you were very ill um I was fine because I did not mock Annabelle I'm a good person but Um, now
1: that we're discussing and investigating Slender Man who knows what's going to happen
0: I'm just concerned about this tentacle situation. He's got tentacles. I Could be fun, though. You don't know. I don't know. A little, little tickle. little tickle. Tind- tentacle tickle. No, I don't want to get tickled by the Slender Man. Uh, I did appreciate some of the online artwork I saw where it's just uh-huh. like, he's like hugging people. Yeah, he's just looking he, for a friend. Or so, like one of the, the cases we'll talk about, the kid drew him and Jack Skellington as friends. <laughs> oh,
1: so
0: like He just sort of make him enjoy. Do whatever you want. Well, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And today we are discussing
1: the creepy pasta internet lore of Slenderman.
0: What is a Slenderman?
1: Slenderman. In 2009, the internet forum Something Awful held a Photoshop contest where users had to create paranormal images. Eric Knudsen, aka Victor Surge, that was his forum name, submitted two black-and-white photos of groups of children. He photoshopped a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit into the photos. Nudson's entry stood out from the others because he also included text under the pictures. The text was supposedly from witnesses that had witnessed the abduction of the children in the photos. The text is very creepy. It is creepy. Under one of the photos, it read... We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent, silent, and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Supposedly, that's from a 1983 photographer who's presumed dead.
0: (laughs) That's really great to just put that under there. Like a quote (laughs) from a person... They're probably dead though. Don't try to find them. Probably exploded. Don't. They probably exploded. <laughs> don't ask them uh, where they're from. What happened? They are gone now. Yes. Please Don't try to talk to them. Don't contact anyone to verify. It, it's real. Just believe me. Yeah. It's real. Just believe me. It's on a internet forum, so it has to be real. People don't just go and lie on the internet. No. Never. Uh, well, I I like that he went the extra mile though. Like you yeah. don't just draw. You don't have to just Photoshop a picture. You can add a little bit. You know, add a little bit of spookiness. Well, that's what. So the
1: addition of that text really allowed for the photos to become an immediate work of fiction where other users could share the Slenderman image and create their own stories. Mm -hmm. And soon the Slenderman went viral and became popular amongst fan art, cosplay, creepypasta, and was even adapted into a video game in 2012. Also, found out from my husband... There's a lot of Slenderman erotica out there. Oh, no.
0: Yes. (laughs) He goes,
1: if you want to talk about it, there's a lot of Slenderman erotica. (laughs) First of all, how do you know? That's exactly. That was my first question. How do you know this? He's Apparently, the most recent last podcast, Creepypasta, is about Slenderman and Henry Reed's a uh, very erotic <laughs> oh, entry God. from someone about um Slender Man having sex with them so with his tentacles or just
0: regular sex I did not read it but oh man I imagine tentacles are involved people will just write anything on the internet but you know what don't uh, let's not knock the Slender Man fanfic because I was just listening to this book called Hitmakers and uh, they talk about Fifty Shades of Grey and how it started out okay. as, you know, Twilight fan fiction and all that. And they're like, the whole... Oh, I didn't know that. Is that where it came yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. It was on a website. On but a is fan- he a vampire? No. It's on fanfic.net and then people would just write their own fan fiction, like, about what's his face? Edward. Mm-hmm. And then they made him all kinds of different things. And one of the things they made him was, like, this businessman. So oh. then they just omitted the vampire part and then just had him, like... Butt fucking a bunch, I guess. I don't I never <laughs> read Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: I haven't either. That's not my cup of tea. And I heard that it was awful. I kind of want to read it just because it's supposed to be so awful, but then I'm also like, do I really want to spend several hours reading something that just sucks?
0: I saw a lady on the dart train just reading it and just like kind of like swaying a little oh, too much. Yeah, like just the, licking her lips a little Kind of grinding a little bit with yeah, the Yeah, just train. moving
1: around in her chair. Crossing taking, and recrossing her legs. I
0: don't take public transit anymore. Because <laughs> if anyone's going to be rocking and grinding on their way to work, it's going to be me. Yeah. Oh man. So how did this get out of control?
1: <laughs> Good question. Well, and I'm calling him Nudson. I'm not sure if it's Nudsen or Nudsen, Nudsen, or like a, or Knudsen because it, it's K N U D S E N. Let's call him Victor Surge. Okay, yeah, that's better. So, according to Victor Surge, he originally created Slenderman based on inspiration from Zach Parsons, that insidious beast, Stephen King's The Mist. Shadow People, Mothman, and the Mad Gasser of Mattoon.
0: Can I just call shenanigans because I think, I don't think, 100% Slenderman existed in a episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer called The Gentleman. Yes, yeah. That's exactly what he looks like. He and just,
1: I think they took that from this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No, because Buffy was before this. Oh. Buffy was like in the 90s. Ooh. This Newton fella... Had to have watched it or seen pictures of it because the Slender Man looks exactly like the gentleman. The only difference is the whole tentacle situation, um, which just makes it ripe for fan fiction. And sometimes he
1: doesn't have the tentacles. Correct. I
0: think uh, he can uh, put them in or out. Yeah, (laughs) at his leisure. He chooses. If he
1: sometimes he's
0: feeling tentacly, sometimes he's not. You know, sometimes you feel like a tentacle, sometimes you don't. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I I think. At least it's like somehow subconscious. So Victor Serge was a Buffy fan. He was a Buffy fan learning. and a plagiarist. <laughs> Both of those things, but nothing's original. I mean, the no. Slender Man he he's mm-hmm. not even in charge of the whole thing.
1: No, there's nothing original under the sun. Everything is just. Weren't we just talking about that? How. People don't want original stuff. They want that's in that Hitmakers. familiar
0: stuff that they can relate to, but just improved. Correct. This mm-hmm. isn't a book podcast, but I will say, Hitmakers talked about the concept of fluency and how people want like something that sounds familiar but different. And yes. the same with like music, speeches, books, movies, all that stuff. They Maybe want to that's be- why
1: Melania straight up. Just copied almost verbatim Michelle, Michelle Obama's speech because she's she listened to Hitmakers.
0: Yeah, she watched the she read the book and was like, Oh, I just have to do the same thing, but kind of different. Yeah. I'll just move some of the words. It's like a kid doing a project in mm-hmm. school and they're just like, I'll copy and paste in Wikipedia. Yeah, change the order, but I'll
1: change like becoming to and then like you just change like the little like transition phrases. <laughs> yeah, it's to like make it even. Yeah. yeah, well. He probably got it from a lot of things. It
0: sounds like it. And it, it's and since no one really owns it, right? No, no. Yeah.
1: And the mad gasser of Mattoon. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up and apparently it was a series of gas attacks in Mattoon, Illinois in the 1940s. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's insane. But yes, you're right. So because there isn't really an origin story or like a canon it makes it creepier for the slender man and his motives, his motives, abilities, and features can change depending on the storyteller. So maybe some people want him to have tentacles, maybe some don't.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: kind of have the freedom because of how he was created. And that's kind of a whole thing with creepypasta in general. Like those stories is they're easily shared um, short bits of, of text and images that can become very viral and then people can add upon them and it kind of morphs into this whole internet lore. But everyone operates under the assumption that they're treating it as a real thing.
0: It's so strange to me too, as far as creating things and then publishing them, of like who owns a meme? And like, there's a Slender Man video game, and mm-hmm. now there's about to be a Slender Man movie. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and I I probably could look this up, and the answer is probably no. Is that like that Victor Surge guy or Nutsen or whatever? He doesn't own it, so no. he's not getting like royalties from it. I doubt get it. No, he does it. not own it. It.
1: I mean, he might have started it, but it's because it just doesn't have an origin story and it's like a creepy pasta anybody can change it and therefore it's kind of like the internet owns it.
0: It's a modern day urban legend. Yes,
1: exactly. Very much so. So his uh everything can change depending on the storyteller. However, most commonly, he is depicted as very tall and thin with unnaturally long arms. And he's
0: bald-headed.
1: Yes, he has just a white, featureless head. He his he doesn't really have features on his face. It's just kind of blank, which that creeps me out big time.
0: It looks like uh, he pulled a condom over his head,
1: <laughs> a white condom it's all the way down over his face. Yes, and sometimes he has tentacles protruding from his back. He's usually wearing a black suit with a thin black tie. Hey, you
0: know what? Dress for the job you want. Yeah, not the job you not have. The job you have. <laughs> if you want to be a uh, faceless child abductor, you got to Yeah, maybe he it wants up. to be um he wants to be CEO like of- a door-to-door
1: salesman <laughs> or uh even a man-, man in black or something. Yeah, oh,
0: maybe that's it. He wants to solve crimes. He's got aspirations
1: he can also teleport, right. which is a fun thing to be, yeah, that, that I was like, okay, uh, we're
0: kind of just giving him anything he wants at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. It really it's, makes it's, sense. It sounds like when you're little kids and you're like, I have on a suit of armor. And it's like, I have a special sword that cuts through suits of yeah, armor. And you're, and you're like, like, oh, fuck oh you. well, I have a special, uh, sword that breaks swords that cut through mm-hmm. suits of armor. You're like, oh, right now, you're just, <laughs> come on, this is unfair. This isn't fun if we're
1: all just one up in each other in imagination land. Correct. Somebody's got to win. <laughs> He's he is known to frequent forest and abandoned places. All right. And he stalks and abducts children and young adults, although his motives
0: as to why are unknown. That's what I don't understand about Slenderman is it's like there is this like following where he is a creature of comfort. Yeah, Like for bullied or ostracized kids, Mm -hmm. they gravitate towards this whole concept because it's like, it's almost like Pied Piper of like, we're going to go live with Slenderman in the woods Mm -hmm. and it'll be happy and no one will hurt us and he'll protect us forever. But they're also kind of terrified by it. Yeah. And also, if he abducts you, are you going willingly or you're trying to get up to, I don't know.
1: I think there's both. So it is said if you get too close to Slenderman, you will experience what is called... Slender Sickness. Oh God. Which includes paranoia, nightmares, delusions, and nosebleeds.
0: Like, if you just stand too close to him?
1: Yeah, if you, like, come upon him in the forest... Or you are just like in the vicinity of him. You'll know that you're in the vicinity of him because this will happen to you.
0: Oh, that's did you know? Actually, another part of Slender Man lore is the 1980s pop song "Don't Stand So Close to Me" by the Police <laughs> it was about Slender
1: Also, I'm pretty sure these same things have happened to me after just like too much Jaeger the
0: night before. <laughs> Maybe you had paranoia, intense. nightmares, delusions, and nosebleeds. Yeah, I was feeling that today after last yeah. night after <laughs> drinking that sangria that erases your memory. Oh man. Man. It's like, oh, I think I had a slender encounter last night. <laughs> <laughs> had the old slender uh, I'm sorry, boss. I'm not going to be able to come today. I got the slender sickness. Like the old slender sickness. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, so it's you, victims... so you want to be close to him, but you don't. You don't. I mean, I mean it's like, it's
1: like, a, you know, it's like, any kind of relationship where you got one foot out the door, you're not really sure what you want. You know what? It's like, I don't want to. You're real hot and cold. You're real Ross and Rachel. Like, <laughs> one minute you want to be near him, the next you don't. Yeah, he gets real close to me and he's
0: like, I've had a nosebleed. <laughs> and then he <laughs> won't talk to me. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, his victims
1: can be driven insane oh, cool. to act on his behalf. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and some even believe that investigating him will draw his attention.
0: So, oh. Uh, how's your nose? Oh God, <laughs> is it bleeding? I right? do get. I just have always gotten random nosebleeds, so maybe oh, yeah. really? I've been close to Slenderman. Well, all this whole time. I've
1: had terrible allergies for like a month, and my nose has been killing me. It was maybe Slenderman. it's really Slenderman, though. It was Slenderman it's been hanging out around my house. It's well, I wish he'd rain. leave because I'm over it.
0: Yeah, we're all right. I'm not gonna investigate you then. <laughs> for a person that likes to roll around and get attention, be ten feet tall. I'm sorry, investigating <laughs> yeah. you offends you. Yeah, you're real
1: uh big and. Tentacles, if you don't want to be noticed, maybe don't have your tentacles out. You don't giant. be giant,
0: yeah. Don't swing your tentacles all over the place. I will say, uh, Slender wants to come to my house. You better watch out because my chihuahua is very vicious <laughs> and she will bite all Lucy of your will tentacles just be off. hanging from one of those tentacles as he swings her. Mm-hmm. She'll somehow think that you're food and try to eat you. Aww. <laughs> she's like, Oh, calamari. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like you were saying. Even though there's all this mystery and terror associated with Slenderman, some wish to become his proxy or a servant that carries out his
0: will. That sounds like a mental disorder of, like, it's slender, she has Slenderman by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. Uh, you mean Munchausen? No, I mean no, Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> she she has tentacles now. Uh, they're not real. She just uh, got a hold of an octopus at a backwoods grocery store. She
1: had Slender sickness, and now she's has Slenderman by proxy. And she's trying to make <laughs> everyone else have Slender sickness. Oh, it's man. a real fucked up thing. Good God! And according to Creepypasta lore, in order to become a proxy, there's a big
0: old ritual you got to go oh, through. Oh, come on. This is like, there's an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show where they pull a prank and he's like, he's like, I think your phone's messed up. And at the end of it, he's like, take your phone, put it in a paper bag, swing it over your head and scream like a chicken. And then it's like <laughs> this whole creepypasta thing. They're like, first you got to get a bag. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and what then at the low? end,
0: who's, who's really laughing? Yeah. You swing it over your head and you scream like a chicken. What do you have to do to so, become a okay. proxy? Slender Man by proxy syndrome. So you have to wait
1: for a new moon. Okay. Step one. Then you got to find some woods and at 1159 p.m. venture deep into the woods. Okay. So you can take a flashlight so you can light your path and (laughs) stuff. You don't fall down
0: like an idiot.
1: Yeah. But you're not supposed to take like a camera or any kind of recording device. Mm Mm-hmm. You also, the whole time you're walking down this path, you got to keep your head down because if you try and look for him or even see Slenderman,
0: he's going to kill you. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> no. I came all the way. I waited for a new moon. I came all the way out here. I didn't even get to bring my phone with me. No. I can't tweet. I can't respond to messages. And now if I accidentally look at you, you're going to kill me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. He's
1: kind of a dick. He sounds like kind of a dick. And so, okay, once your flashlight begins to flicker and you feel the slender sickness, all that right. means he's close. <laughs> so then you got to stop where you are. Squeeze your eyes, shut tight, and wait to hear his voice in your head.
0: Okay, and then he says, Bill, what does he say? He asks you a series of questions. Okay, this is Monty Python biz. <laughs> you must answer me these questions exactly What is your favorite? <laughs> like, really? That's such a
1: good, oh, fuck, that's such a good sketch. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he starts to ask you questions, but you got to make sure you answer truthfully because he knows if you're feeding him a bunch of bullshit and then he'll kill you if you don't answer truthfully. So he's probably like... I like it. Have you been thinking about... You've
0: been thinking about your sister when you masturbate and you're like, No, no, he's You must die. All right, bye. (laughs) You have to tell him that he's like, Do you just sometimes when you go poop, do you look back in the toilet at (laughs) it? No. Fucking liar. Yeah. And then he kills you. Yeah. (laughs) Should
1: have been truthful. So if he deems you're worthy of being a proxy, he will mark your flesh. With the sign of the Slenderman, which is a circle with an X through it. Circle, circle, dot dot. <laughs> now you got the Slenderman shot. <laughs> and apparently it feels like like a burning sensation, like a dull
0: razor blade is being you're tellin- dragged across your skin. You're telling me I have to go to the woods. Yeah, that enough is without enough. my phone. right there, I'm out. I have to go get interrogated by somebody who's gonna give me a burning sensation. Yeah. No, that's like the yeah, worst it, date. That's like exactly <laughs> that's Meet, like me yeah. Meet me in the woods. Meet me in the woods. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions about yourself and you're gonna leave with a burning sensation.
1: Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, that's a bad tender date. No. That's <laughs> what that is. So, eventually, it gets worse. Eventually, you pass out from the slender sickness.
0: Okay, we've been there in the woods. That's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then you, then you wake up in your bed. Same. Also been there. As if nothing happened. All this sounds familiar. But you do have a
0: burning sensation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is what happens when you go in the woods.
1: So, But you notice you have the black mark of slender man on your skin And the terrifying memories. Again, just sounds like a terrible date you had the Uh, night before. Lord. So then you got to pack some clothes and some other basics because he's going to be coming for you soon. Oh, no. So you can leave your house and your previous life forever and follow him. And now you belong to him, and for the rest of your days, you got to do whatever he wants. Once you sounds like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> once you say you're his proxy, you're in it for life. Oh, you God. and if you ever want out, he will kill you. You
0: can't get out. I don't think this is a healthy relationship. No, where, it's not. And for it's. Well, what is that on where it's like I'll kill you (laughs) oh that's uh, the what movie is that Uh, Stripes have you ever seen Stripes with with Bill Murray Murray? Yeah. and the guy's like if you touch my stuff I'll kill you if you call me Francis I'll kill you if you do this I'll kill you apparently Francis is a slender man (laughs) he's like call me psycho if you call me Francis once again Victor Surge he Stripes and Buffy are where this all originally (laughs) originated (laughs) (laughs) 20 years apart
1: and very different genres and and
0: Monty Python and the Holy Grail he's you know what Stripes is a good film though oh yeah yeah. I highly recommend. Very good. Isn't John Candy in that? Uh, I think, is he? I know it's Harold Ramis and uh, it, Bill Murray. That's it, it's Harold Ramis. And yeah. then, uh, man, it takes a left turn about the last third. There's a lot of tits <laughs> in that movie, too. It was shocking for me as a child. A lot of what? Tits? A lot of boobies, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hot tip. One bit. of those movies that you're watching with your parents, and it's all fun and games till a tit flashes, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, God. <gasps> We're so sorry. Oh God. We're so God.
0: sorry. Well, I don't get, so I don't get this about creepypasta in general, is uh-huh. that it's like made up. It is. Yes. Yeah, so it's totally made up. And there is
1: so much of it. It I was reading about it today. I was like, I've never heard of any of these. But well, there's all this internet lore. And then I have read a lot on Reddit No Sleep, though, which is a great forum. Of um, creepypasta? Yeah. It's like a bunch of creepypasta. But everyone... So the whole thing is like, we all know this is fake. But... We're going to pretend like it's real to, like, honor the creepiness and, like, lore of this. So everyone writes about it as if it's a real thing that's happened to them or it is happening to them or they know someone it happened to. And you all kind of just suspend reality and agree to, like.
0: Participate in this
1: culture. Yes. Believe all of this, all the disbelief. It's just like, yeah.
0: I usually, and you, if
1: you, like, call it out, like, that's very frowned upon. You'll probably get kicked off a forum if you start doing that kind of, of shit.
0: If you, like, this isn't so real. I will say, I always just try, you know, I think everything has a merit to it or not. You know, it's like something's either helpful or harmful. Uh-huh. And in this case, you know, maybe it's not so bad to have uh, an encouraging people to write creatively. Yeah. And a lot of, um, like
1: professors of folklore and sociology and stuff like that, that's kind of the stance they take on it. Because the other stance is a bunch of kids are reading this and it's harmful. And it's its like when, you know, like – Oh, my kid listened to Marilyn Manson and then went out and started doing drugs. It's like, no, your kid was probably already into drugs and he just also likes Marilyn Manson. It's just you can't blame like the creative, somebody's creative
0: endeavors on like why your kid's a fuck up. Yeah, it's gonna, they're gonna fixate on something and it's not the thing upon which they fixate. It's them personally, whether it's, you know, issues they have or you probably screwed up. So a lot of people
1: do think like it's encouraging people to like write creatively and it also, you know, kind of forms this um, community that that's sense. really supportive and and fun. You know, a lot of it's it's fun. I mean, some of these no sleep stories are scary as shit, but they are very well written. There's one that um, is a series of entries about a park ranger oh. and creepy things that he encounters in the forest and probably just a real guy it's it's very well written and if you go to like the no sleep reddit and just search for uh highest rated of all time it's one of the first to come up and it's it'll keep you up there's a reason it's called no sleep there's some really good ones however on the other hand Things can go wrong, especially when a lot of the people that are into this are very impressionable teenagers. And there have been several problems when the myth becomes reality. Too real, yeah. Very real. The first one we're going to discuss is one that's probably the most popular. Um, HBO recently, last year, made a documentary about this called... Becoming Slenderman? No, beware the Slenderman. Beware the Slenderman. It's very good. It's very
0: good. (sighs) However, there's a lot of actual interrogation tapes of the the kids, the perpetrators, and it's pretty upsetting. It's very upsetting.
1: So, on May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls lured their fellow 12-year-old classmate into the woods, held her down, and proceeded to stab her 19 times. They then left her there to die alone. From the sheer will to live, the victim managed to crawl out of the woods into a nearby road where a passing cyclist spotted her and called the police. When authorities arrived, she was taken to the hospital and luckily survived. When authorities located the two girls that had committed this act, they were running down a road that they thought would take them to Slenderman's mansion in Nicolette National Forest. They told police that they planned to kill their friend so Man would make them his proxies. They also stated that they believed Man would kill their families if they did not commit the murder.
0: Man, um, at no point in your previous description of how to become a proxy with the new moon and the flashlights and the Monty Python yeah. questions, did it ever mention attacking a person, right? No,
1: it. It's uh, so the lore kind of goes once you become a proxy, he may ask you to like carry out terrible things like murder and things like that, they kind of skip the step of becoming the proxy and just were like, well, we're going to make him happy by doing this. And then he's got to make us one of his proxies.
0: And so this is a really sad story. It's it's very sad. Three girls. So Bella is the victim. Morgan is the one that actually did the stabbing. And then Anissa is the one that introduced the concept of Slender Man to Morgan. Now, it's not I mean I guess it's not a spoiler cuz if you look it up you'll they figured out that this, the Morgan actually has schizophrenia yes. and her dad had schizophrenia so they it, she had seen uh, ghosts ghost when she was a little girl or she claimed to see ghosts and that they like reached out and touched her and the parents were like eh, she's just being a kid Uh, But then she also later on when she was interviewed by psychologists and here what we were talking about about Marilyn Manson, tell tell me to do drugs or whatever. Mm -hmm. She was super fixated on Harry Potter. She would tell Mm -hmm. the psychologist, she's like, Snape comes and talks to me. And she was really obsessed with Star Trek. And she's like, yeah, um, Spock will come and talk to me and they're my friends. And so it was like, go, she's 12. She was delusional. It's beyond, it's beyond like imaginary friends. And she didn't know anything about, so she and Bella, the victim, were friends from fourth grade and now they're going into sixth grade or finished sixth grade. And they were best, best friends. And, in fact, when the police found Bella, they're like, who did this to you? And she said, my best friend. God. And the thing that happened was that Anissa got really obsessed with Slenderman because she was super bullied. Like, she didn't have friends. She was isolated. She met Morgan on the bus. They became friends. And then Anissa, they gave them iPads at school. So, Anissa would spend all her time on her iPad looking at this Slenderman creepypasta stuff. They didn't block that shit? No. And the dad, the dad's like in the documentary, it's like pretty sad. He's like, I'm a good dad. Like I paid attention to what she was doing. Like, you know, basically kind of, you could tell he's like got a lot of regret. Yeah. And hit, but then like simultaneously the documentarians are kind of like recording that his son is like on his iPad in the background and the dad's like not paying attention <laughs> to what he's doing. So yeah. it's just like, and it's hard. Cause how do you monitor what your kids are looking at? Right. Yeah. And so then once Anissa showed all this stuff to Morgan, who is, Unfortunately, prone to delusions and prone to like truly, truly believing it. Yeah. Then they concocted the scheme. And basically they had planned. They'd been planning since December and they finally stabbed They'd been planning Bella. to kill their friends since December. Since December. They finally did it at her birthday party. There's pictures of them roller skating the night before, smiling and hugging each other. Mm-hmm. And they were going to kill her in the basement and cover her up with a sheet. At one of their houses. At Morgan's house. Yeah, they were having a slumber party. It was party. Morgan's birthday. Yeah, it was her slumber party. So the mom's like, you know, I didn't think anything of it. The girls played that night. Morgan didn't want to kill uh, Bella that night because she said – in the, it's so creepy. In the interrogation room, the detective's like, so what, what happened? And she's like – I wanted to give her one more morning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Well, How sweet. Good God. And yeah. so then the next morning they wake up. The mom makes them like waffles or pancakes or whatever. And the kids are like, hey, can we go to the park? And the mom's like, they're 12. They've been in the park a million yeah. times. Like, sure. And they go and they get in the bathroom. And Anise is like. At the park. At the park. And Anise is like, we have to do it now. Do it. And Morgan's like, I can't. I can't. And Bella's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> And Anissa's like, do it, do it. And Morgan's like, no. So then they go, okay, well, we're going to play hide and go seek. And so uh, Anissa's like, I'm going to be it. And so Morgan and Bella have to go hide. Well, then when they go to hide, Anissa comes around, meets up with them. Morgan, like, push, they push her to the ground. Anissa was going to do it. She chickened out and she gave the knife to Morgan and was like, you have to do it. And Morgan's like crying and saying, I don't want to do it. And then basically sits on uh, Bella's legs, whispers to her, I'm so sorry. Ugh. And then just oh, – and Anissa goes, go ballistic, go crazy. And then basically that's what Morgan did. They said it it pierced her liver, it pierced mm-hmm. her spleen, and it was like a – mill- It was like a millimeter from, from her heart. heart. Yeah. yeah. So – and the really – Very, weird, very lucky she lived. Anissa has the most – and it's so funny because – not funny, but it's so bizarre to watch the – the interrogations because Morgan's the one that has schizophrenia. But yeah. Anissa is so she just believes this creepy pasta is real. And she tells uh the guy, uh the detective's like or it's a female detective interviewing her and the female detective's like, you know, what what did you do this for? And she said, I wanted to prove all the skeptics wrong. She's like, I um I didn't really know anything about becoming a proxy. Like I just knew what the internet told me. And it's, the, but it's weird too because you know Morgan's parents said that they noticed from a young age, like she didn't have sympathy for cartoons, like that she watched Bambi when Bambi's mom gets shot and she's like, "Run, baby, save yourself." So she's kind of a sociopath, a little bit, yeah. yeah. And then Anisa and Morgan had both like taken online quizzes that were like, "Are you, um, you know, are you a psycho or whatever?" <laughs> Just which it's not, are you I mean, a psycho. But then they so and it's and what it was like, yeah, yeah you yeah. It's like a ten question. I mean, it's not. Uh, but then the really weird thing was that the dad, you know, the dad's like, no, I watched what she looked at, you know, I, you know, Anissa's dad. Yeah. And the dad says that iPad gave her a way to detach from her family. And I really, I think it was the dad or maybe Morgan's mom where was like, you know, they're really detached cause they're on the internet. But Anissa, um, they, the documentarians went through and found, like, her YouTube thi- history of, like, what she was watching and the comments she was making. And she was watching some fucked up shit. Like, there was one where it's a cat. It's, like, a sir- serval cat. Those, like, they're kind of, like, almost, like, miniature, like, wild cats that are uh, house trained. It's kind of like a Bengal cat. Mm-hmm. And the owner goes, like, okay, it's time to feed the live mouse to the serval. And you basically, like, watch this cat beat a mouse to death and then eat it graphically. And Anissa wrote, I really, my favorite part was when the mouse was beaten to death.
1: Yeah. And and that's how most, like,
0: serial killer stuff starts is with... uh, Hurting animals. Yeah. And then she was watching a video of a guy like smashing a fish up. It's just real bloody and like there's bones everywhere. Up. And there's one where a guy's like, Why do you put a dead baby or why do you put a baby in a blender legs down so you can hear it scream? Ha ha ha. And I'm like, This is like a child is watching this on YouTube. And, and the,
1: somehow her parents weren't aware of this. Oh, no.
0: I mean, he was like, No, like. I I paid attention to what she was doing. I'm like, but really, did you? Because we... Like, basically, it's kind of a juxtaposition. It's a little bit rough that the filmmakers did that. Because he's claiming, like, she never had her door closed. Like, I always paid attention to what she was doing. And then they just do, like, a five-minute montage of, like, all the videos and the comments. Is he saying... I knew she was looking at this. No, stuff. he's he alleges that he, that she never looked at anything bad, but mm. basically the documentarian's like find her internet. Well, history.
1: no, no parent wants to believe their kid is fucked up and capable of things like
0: that. Yeah, and then part of the Slenderman lore is that he was bullied, and so these oh. this psychologist is like, no, these kids take that on, and like in the absence of social contact, like the internet kind of becomes a peer, and it yeah. becomes somebody that they look to for comfort, definitely. And they said Anisa like had no connection with any of her classmates. Like, her teacher is just, like, she would just, like, cry and cry because she, like, didn't have any friends. Um, so the Slender Man becomes your friend. Yeah, and that's basically, like, what it is is that you can, like, go and be with the Slender Man and he, like, he becomes one with you. And one of the girls, like, a friend of Anissa's was like, she's a total follower. Like, she'll do anything that, you know, other people were doing. So it's like, yeah, if he's like, okay, be my proxy and follow me into the woods. Also, it gives
1: you kind of a purpose and – um so, you know, someone to hang out with. Like, it's like your little
0: tribe you've found. Pretty much. My thing is, though, so, so they alleged that they needed to go to Nicolette National Forest. It was a four hour drive yeah. from where they're at. So you can use your iPad to look at mouse eating videos, but you can't use fucking Google Maps and see <laughs> that your ass is not going to make it there on foot. And they're running
1: down the street. I mean, these are two kids that haven't really thought past the act of actually doing this
0: it's so it's real messed up and what's
1: super messed up is that the whole night before they know they're gonna do this and this other poor girl bella is just like we're just three friends hanging out she just never would suspect in a million years what they were about to do to her seriously well
0: and uh anisa's like morgan and i were gonna be like lionesses chasing down a zebra and actually when they're in the bathroom when they're first gonna try to do it um Anissa's like, you need to go to sleep. It'll be easier if for us to do this to go, if you go to sleep. And Mo- Bella's like, I'm not going to sleep. We just woke up and ate donuts. Like, I'm not going back to sleep. And Anissa's, she also has no idea what the hell they're talking about. For real. And Anissa punched Bella in the forehead and it, like, whacked Bella's head back on the concrete. And, of course, Anissa's like, what the hell? And then um, Morgan handed Anissa the knife in the bathroom and was like, I can't do this. I'm too scared. And then they decided to go play hide so and So did see. Bella
1: see the knife?
0: I don't think she did because she got whacked in the head. Oh, I was going to say run girl dude so it's just, it's terrible that this poor Bella's like trying to be nice and have you know be friendly to these people and they're freaking crazy asses I mean that's mean to say they're crazy but that's these poor kids that are I guess so tormented that they just think that that's the only way out yeah. to become a proxy of Slenderman are going to attack the one girl that was like nice to them
1: well both of them Anissa and Morgan were diagnosed with mental illnesses yeah um At first, they were deemed unfit to stand trial, and then eventually the judge determined that they were mentally uh, stable to stand trial. And just recently, in February of this year, they were both found not guilty by reason of insanity. But they're sentenced to... Very long sentences
0: in mental health institutions. One's like 40 years, and one's like 27 years. I mean, they're going to be in there until they're old. Which
1: i I mean, what they did is horrific... And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have a serious. But there are people that like have legitimately murdered people that get a much lesser
0: sentence. We were talking that. about that. The guy, the Greyhound butts guy in Canada, the one yeah. that he had a mental illness. He beheaded his fellow passenger. No warning. Just stood up, beheaded the guy next to him, started eating the That's body so parts. Fucked. And everyone can see it through the windows. And. I mean, he ended up, Canadian, uh, the judicial system for people with mental illnesses is very, like, kind of lax as far as supervision, and he can just walk around during the day. Yeah. And then he has to just check back in at night, and it's like, what happens if he doesn't check in? Well, we'll go and look for him. Oh, cool. Well, he's got somebody's tongue in his mouth, and not in the fun way. (laughs) You know, it's like, Jesus, it's yeah. yeah. The hard part, you know, too, is Morgan's dad, the one Morgan's the one that was diagnosed with like paranoid delusions and schizophrenia. He had, he's a high functioning schizophrenic and he just breaks down in the documentary and he's like, I just, I wish she would have told me that she was seeing these things because I see things too. And you see the mom's just kind of like, okay, well, um, the dad's like, he goes, I just, I'll be driving to work and I just look in my backseat and the devil's just sitting in Uh. my backseat. And he's like, you know, it's not real. And you tell yourself it's not real, but you just hear him and you can smell him. And you just, you know, he's not real, but it's so real. But when you're a kid, you don't know that's not real. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the doctors were saying like she can see unicorns. She talks to Snape, that she believes she has Vulcan mind control. And that she basically like if they say, well, did you ever think maybe Slender Man's not real? She becomes like combative and like really like irrational.
1: Well, and in the, the footage of her being interrogated, she doesn't even really get what's happened. Not really. Isn't she like she's like talking she okay? about when she can go home and stuff yeah. like she doesn't even get like
0: a girl, you're not going home. Well, and Anissa was like, we got Because Morgan's like, well, maybe we should get her some help. And Anissa's like, we got to run or we're going to spend the rest of our lives in jail. So it's a little bit like saying something like that would tell me that you have the adequate like mental state yeah. that you know what you did was wrong versus Morgan. It's like, oh, no, maybe we should help her. That's fucked up, too. Is They're like, we're going to go get help. But they did not. Yeah. They left her in the woods. They, they told her, her they were
1: leaving her to go get help. And then they just left her. Yeah. And. Bless her heart that she was able to crawl out of those woods and after they, nineteen stab wounds. They just
0: go, "Why'd you do it?" She goes, "I just wanted to live. Yeah. I wanted to live so bad." But um, the last thing that Bella said to them was, um, "I trusted you. I hate you." Wow. And now, I mean, she, they there's a the family Bella's family released a photo of her pretty recently, and she's like a thriving teenage girl. I'm sure she still has really bad like physical scars and definitely emotional scars. But oh, this will fuck um, her up the rest of her life. But here it is, the worst part. So Morgan and Anissa, they're in mental institutions for probably the rest of their lives. They are not allowed the internet. They're not allowed to talk to each other. Are they in the same mental institution? No, I don't think they are. And Morgan doesn't even want to go outside. She doesn't have a window. She, like, has really retreated, like, into Mm -hmm. her delusions. But, and she's on voluntary psychotic meds. Um, There's been now kids are making fan arts of Morgan and Anissa.
1: No. That it's
0: like, come full circle.
1: God. Because they don't, people don't, there's like some disconnect with, I think about this with like people that write to serial killers in prison or like women that are upset, like with Manson or the Menendez brothers and things like, there's a disconnect of these are actual, Terrible, he- evil human beings that have done awful things, and they just become, like, these mythical, like, heroes, almost. Yeah,
0: and that's exactly what it is. It's like it'll be a picture of, like, a drawing of Slender Man, and then in the front foreground is, like, Morgan and Nisa holding hands in front of them, and they're all in the forest that's together. That's terrible.
1: Well, luckily, on a, on a brighter note, the community of the... Washuka, isn't that word yeah, happened? Yeah, Washuka, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. really came together for the victim Bella and did a ton of like um different kind of drives and stuff to raise money for them. One, they had like a bratwurst festival on a day dedicated to her, and they raised like seventy thousand dollars. I'm sure she had like extensive medical. Oh roles. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. And but. And, and they the mayor, like, dedicated a day to her where everyone wore purple. And so she's had a lot of support, mm-hmm. luckily. But this is something that she was 12. I mean, for the rest of her life, this is a thing she has
0: to deal with. You, I mean, that's trust. They changed seems, the
1: direction of her life. Oh,
0: completely. And also, it's like your, what is it, no good deed goes unpunished. You know, this is two, Morgan and Anissa were outcasts. They're losers. Nobody wanted to hang out with them. They were cried about not having friends. And Bella was going to be nice and be friends mm-hmm. with them. And freaking look what happened. Yeah. And now look at them. They really have no friends and are outcasts. They don't even want to <laughs> well, go. Morgan outside. has Snape. I mean,
1: that's you know. <laughs> I think yeah. And she also said she talked to the Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, and it's you know it's sad or whatever. But you, what are you going to say? Okay, we're being Ninja Turtles and Harry Potter because maybe they're going to tell her to do something.
1: Honestly, between those two. I think I'd rather be Morgan, because at least she's so delusional that she she can kind of, like, escape in her mind. That's also an episode of Buffy. And also, there was a Law & Order SVU episode loosely based on this story, too. Oh, was there? I didn't Mm -hmm. see it. Man, they're always cutting edge with all SVU. Yeah, they take uh, straight from the headlines. Straight from the headlines. Well, that is a very sad one, and that is... Luckily, it could have been sadder. She could have died, but um, that's probably the most well-known one, and that kind of put Slender Man in the more public eye where it wasn't just something that creepypasta fans knew about. Like, it became a lot more mainstream. There's some other incidents that happened that are not as well known. In 2014, after hearing the story about the Wisconsin stabbing, another woman in Cincinnati, Ohio, contacted a local reporter to say that her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife. The daughter had been writing macabre fiction about the Slender Man, and the mother believes that that is what motivated the attack. Oh my God. In September of 2014, a 14 year old girl in Florida set fire to her family's house while her mother what? and brother were inside. Oh my God. Police later discovered she had been reading online stories oh. about Slender Man and visiting a lot of websites about him. The sheriff is quoted as saying it would be
0: safe to say there was a connection. Between Slenderman and the incident. Yes. My thing is like, it's like what you said earlier. Slenderman, the, the mythos of Slenderman's is not causing this. No. But, it, but you know, it's an outlet or an, a catalyst for these kind of troubled, frustrated teenagers. I think it's,
1: being a teenager is hard already. Yeah. Then if you suffer from any kind of mental health problem that for whatever reason the stigma it's associated with or it's just not discussed in your family or you don't know how to express what you're feeling like then that makes it even worse because yeah you're not
0: getting the help you need yeah you
1: have you're depressed you have anxiety you have all the things that a a preteen is going through then you find this like no one understands me but this this thing understands me. He was an
0: outcast. Yeah. Like, look, he has a mansion in the forest. Yeah. And we can all go be together. And it's a form of escapism. Oh, hundred 100%. I mean,
1: it's it's why people do drugs or do anything. You know, it's like you can't
0: handle the reality of your situation. So you look to escape it. Well, it's like, here's an answer. Mm-hmm. The answer is the Slender Man will take care of you. The yeah. answer is the Slender, be a proxy of the Slender Man. And it'll, you know, I think in the Morgan and Anissa situation, it was where the, it was a really, of course, with Morgan, she has schizophrenia, like undiagnosed, yeah. severe mental illness. And just that combination of someone coming along going like, this is a real thing. Like, it's creepy creepypasta, but it's a real thing. Yeah. We really believe it. And this is really going to happen. And if he, we don't do it, he's going to kill our families. That delusion that, you know. If you're a grown man and you're scared of a devil in your backseat, imagine being a teenage, a 13, 12 year twelve-year-old girl, pre-pubescent girl, thinking, "If I don't do this thing, I don't. I really don't want to do it. But yeah, I, I don't want my family to get killed." And yeah, and in, in a very sad way, she thought she was protecting those that she loved.
1: God. And after that happened, a lot of the, even the creepypasta community, did um, like a live stream for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. To raise money for Bella. Well, oh, that's awesome. Because they wanted to show, this is not indicative of how most of the creepypasta fans are. Yeah. And they... We're not that kind of community. Right. And many of the websites now have disclaimers that's, like, there's a very fine line between uh, fiction and fact. And we're, we're not responsible for any suicides or satanic rituals or murders or anything that might happen. But this is we're having fun here basically yeah this is all
0: fiction and it's you know it's I guess hard to delineate on the internet where if you go into a bookstore it's like fiction books are here uh-huh. non-fiction books are here where it's the internet it's like this is all real mm-hmm. but but really it isn't but really it is but it's more fun to lo- make it look like make this photo look like it was real and look like it was taken and very impressionable kids you can't it's tell hard difference. to understand that and I mean... When I was a kid, I thought Madonna and Marilyn Monroe were the same person because of the (laughs) video where Madonna dresses up like Marilyn Monroe. I was very confused. I thought I was going to marry Elvis.
1: You thought you were going to marry John Lennon. Like, we're stupid. We
0: don't know. You can't... You know, I I didn't get it. I thought that I was watching a movie that was, like, happening now, and it was from the 60s. Like, you know... I think what the only one
1: of i don't know the only but the main thing that needs to happen here is parents have to be more involved in their children's lives and if that means like locking things on the internet that your kids can't get to or yeah. or you know allowing them a very small window of time a day to even like be on the internet and mm-hmm. stuff where it's it's monitored like.
0: And what's hard as hell because that dad, Anisa's dad was like well I have to go to meet the pe- teacher and I and they're going to give uh, like Brayden or whatever the other kids, I, I'm making that up that just sounds like a little white kid name but they're <laughs> like you know Brayden is going to get an iPad because he's in you know 6th grade now and they give him to all of the kids and he's going to you know keep it and take it home so it's like these schools think they're helping and facilitating learning and given this device that literally, I mean, you're on the bus and you can look at stuff. You're on in the school and the teacher's not looking and you can look at stuff. You're at home and your parents go to sleep and it's in your backpack, but you go and get it out of your backpack. Well, I know the schools after that blocked the websites that had creepypasta
1: lore on it. Mm -hmm. They should be, but it shouldn't take something like this happening for the schools to kind of be uh, proactive and, obviously, I'm sure they're blocking like porn sites and other stuff like that. Yeah, or like Like, super
0: violent stuff. Yeah,
1: make it very basic. I mean, I didn't have that kind of stuff when I was in
0: elementary or middle school. We didn't, iPads weren't even a thing. Well, the problem is these like, not the problem, because I mean, I think. You know, you walk a fine line when you start like censoring stuff. But there's these websites like Tumblr or Reddit or whatever where you can upload pornography or you can upload dirty stories or dirty images or dirty animations, and it's not like if if you you can't wholesale block. I mean, I guess you could wholesale block Tumblr or Reddit or whatever, but or Twitter even has dirty stuff on it mm-hmm. or Google YouTube, Image YouTube. YouTube has a ton. Yeah, is... you can
1: Google Image search
0: anything. I mean, you can just Google Image search like.
1: Uh, a Macy's catalog and you can find women
0: in like lingerie and stuff it's true and so it's like you know you can't it's hard like you said there's only so much like software can do because if you need YouTube to like watch educational videos meanwhile you're also watching some guy beat a fish up or like I don't know if he's like I can't remember what he's doing he's like whacking the fish on a wall or something that's terrible but it's just like weird violent images that they may and some people are creepy and sick and they want to sneak it in under like kids stuff yeah the internet,
1: as I was looking on stuff today, I just said, God, there's a lot of weird shit on here. Just, Tommy's like, that's the internet. Yep. That could just be the motto for the internet. Well, that's it. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. That's the internet for you. Uh, one other terrible thing was in 2015 on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota, there was an epidemic of suicide attempts by young people between the ages of 14 and 24. Slenderman was said to have been the influencer.
0: Man. And
1: the president of the Oglala Sioux, Sioux Tribe uh-huh. said that many Native Americans believe in a suicide spirit that is very similar to the Slender Man.
0: Wow. So, so again,
1: that could be also... There goes Victor Serge. It's Buffy <laughs> Stripes... Uh, Monty Python Monty Python and the and, Sioux Tribe and the Native American yes beliefs so good so why Lord. one might ask like why is Slender Man so
0: successful like why why are people drawn to this exactly. I mean it's like a question
1: of why are people drawn to urban legends why are they I think there's some morbid fascination it's it's exciting it's scary it's creepy Uh you're kind of towing the line between fantasy and reality Uh media scholar and folklorist Andrew Polk says that it's because of the highly collaborative nature of the mythos of Slenderman so the character and his motives are vague and mysterious, which allows users to easily adapt tropes and imagery
0: to create their own new stories. Well, there you go. Yeah. With the Back to the Hitmakers books that I'm reading of, like, it's something that's familiar because it's, like, a little bit like the Buffy thing. It's a little bit like the Mothman. It's a little bit – but it's something new. So it's titillating because mm-hmm. you're, like – it's almost like that expectation that you have and then it's it's, like – changes at the last second, and you're like, oh, and it gives you, it's like a roller coaster. You know, it kind of gives you a little thrill. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I've seen this creepy story of, like, the Pied Piper where the man takes the kids into mm-hmm. the woods, or I, I think the Pied Piper where he takes them into the mountain, um, a hole in yeah. the mountain. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I've heard this story before. Oh, but this one has tentacles. Or like, yeah. oh, he lives in the forest. Or, oh, you got to go out on a new moon. So it's And you
1: like, kind of, like, form this, like, um, weird bond with others that are also riding These stories like, you know, it becomes like this shared experience Mm -hmm. among basically faceless friends because you're all on the Internet. And you know who else is faceless?
0: The old Slender Man. (laughs) Bringing
1: it all back around. The old Slender Man. Well, we see Slender Man as just that, like a faceless, weird, creepy thing. A lot of people, though, including Andrew Polk and other media scholars, see him as kind of a metaphor for helplessness and anonymous forces and believe that he represents modern fear
0: of the unknown. Well and that makes sense because, you know, the what's so creepy about a thing with no face is that we as humans, like on an evolutionary, like really base our most base level is we want to recognize things. So we, you recognize the berries that are, that will make you feel good. And you recognize the berries that'll make you have the diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you want to be able to recognize friendly faces. Like that's a friendly face. That's a member of my tribe. And that's a friendly face. That's a member of the warring tribe. And that's a really old time evolutionary like gut feeling. We fear what we don't understand. Yeah. And so some people are drawn to that fear and other people recoil, I guess. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's But even yeah. those that recoil, there's
1: still part of you that's curious. fascinated and curious. It's like a, you know, a car wreck. You don't want to look, but you also can't look away. Yeah. Speaking of
0: car wrecks, you and I saw one the other night. Oh my god, that was, that so was scary. terrifying. That was so scary. <laughs> Hopefully that person's okay. I mean, you could tell that they I were. I think fine. they were,
1: yeah. but. Uh, we were very close to that. Can I just, it almost affected us. I
0: don't want to, I was going to say, I don't want to uh, get too early on the shout outs, but shout out to Christy for as I'm driving in the rain and a car spins out and hits the median in front of us, me going, Oh my God. And start screaming and she just went, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I was like, Oh my God. It is okay. Thank you. He kept going,
1: Are we okay? Are we okay? Are we, as we're like driving by this car that's spinning out, and I'm like, We're about to find out if we're okay. You're like,
0: It's all right. It's all right. I was like, I just got. I feel like I got kicked in
1: the chest. I'm so scared. That is the... It's when all that adrenaline... It's anytime something like terrifying or really upsetting happens and you get all this adrenaline. Yeah. And then once it kind of passes it just dumps into your bloodstream and you feel physically sick. I that. did. I shook. Yeah. I felt
0: like I shook all night. Yeah. And I think that's part of this too, is this fear. And you want to chase that feeling, mm-hmm. that adrenaline, that the rush, the the shock. Like I said, it's yeah. a thing, a story that you've heard before, but with like a twist. It's a
1: haunted house. It's yeah. getting scared in a scary movie. It's whatever it is in our brains. that it likes hard. that.
0: It's hardly. Whenever- enjoys
1: that, that weird. It's like people that sign up for like McKamey manor and all that stuff where it's like, you know you're not going to die, but you could, but and it that's feels... thrilling.
0: Yeah, you want to get close to the edge without going over. Yes, yes, um, right up to the edge. Kind of like prices are Right*. <laughs> bid a dollar. <laughs> My grandma used
1: to get so pissed when people would bid a dollar, one dollar, <laughs> because it's you're just gaming the system. I mean, you're not even trying. Prompts to people because they're like, I, I, I don't care. I want to win. I want to win that washer and dryer set. But over. also, you're kind of just. Pussing out
0: and, and screwing everyone <laughs> over.
1: No. Not really those,
0: trying to guess. Uh, I'm a pro $1 bill because those other people shouldn't have gone over. That's the rules, Chrissy. That's so, true. yeah, if they're stupid and they all build it, it's like when they're like, it's a washer and dryer. And they're like, $4,000. <laughs> like, like, have geez, you ever bought a fucking washer and dryer? It doesn't wash the clothes before you. You still have to put the shit in there. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's always funny when you get someone on there that clearly has never... Like grocery shopped. shopped, and they have to do that like, game um, where
0: they have to like guess how
1: much like, laundry of, detergent,
0: and they're bond. like, 1850. You're like, what is happening? Exactly. Or I'm like, where do you live that a bottle of pine salt is $9? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bottle move. of pine salt, Michael. Move. What could it cost, $9? Uh, what was your favorite game? On oh, on Price is is right? right. Oh my gosh. I really liked. Plinko. Oh, I
1: love. I was just about to say Plinko. But I think I, I love
0: the like yodeler man. Oh, the
1: yodeler is great. Yeah. Man, that stressed me out though. Yeah, because you might you, might go you could over. just see him going up and stuff. Oh. I I kind of liked the one where they had to roll the die. Yeah, the dice, and they're because they're a giant.
0: Yeah, giant dice. Are you a Bob Barker or a Drew Carey? Oh,
1: Drew Carey can go fuck himself. <laughs> Bob Barker, all the way. Oh, grabby McGee! I hey, he wanted all of us to get our pets spayed neuter, and neutered. That was good
0: enough for me. It's true. He was a uh, he's uh, all about taking care of animals and pussy. And- he liked all the pussy. All of it. All he of it to pussy. He's like, you're spayed, aren't you? What? <laughs> Mr. Barker?
1: Yeah. My brother's girlfriend won the showcase showdown. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. She went to Japan.
0: If you watch, there's a video, and I bless his heart, I'm pretty sure he's a sailor. and he it's <laughs> He's like, a sailor? It's it's a guy, and he's like, it's like a full, he's in a full sailor suit, and they're, it's, it's <laughs> oh, like- Oh, so he's like in the military? Yeah, he's in the military. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like a pirate. And I he's like just meant he liked a <laughs> No. He's like a sailor in the military. And he's standing it's like he's his showcase showdown and it's like a motorcycle, two jet skis, like a trip to England, and like maybe some couches. Oh, and that's they're like a good one. $250,000. <laughs> and it's Bob Barker, and he's like, Do you want to try again? And he's like, $250,000. Bob Barker's heart. And then the lady next to him's like, uh, A dollar? Yeah. And then the kid looks at her and just like was clearly like so confused. Oh. And of course she won or whatever. But yeah, of course her, she did. He was so self assured. Are these couches made of gold? These jet skis were made of, yeah, absolutely. They're made of the finest platinum and diamond oh. jet skis. The best
1: though is because if you guess. Both within like a thousand dollars or both something, of them. you get both, yeah. and that is crazy when when people do. It. However, my brother's girlfriend, oh, it screwed her over because you have to pay taxes on all that oh, shit. Oh no! So she like she, I think you can like decline getting some of the gifts. Yeah, you can
0: like refuse them. So yeah, so she
1: ref. I th- she won like uh, several things, and then the trip to Japan, but she declined like I don't remember what they were. Maybe it was like a jet ski or something like that but she declined those things because yeah. she was like I'm not going to pay tax on that I'm never going to use them that's true but then they had to pay taxes on the other stuff and it fucked her
0: over for a while Mm-hmm. As hell. so it's like well, we do our- you really want to be on this show that's my- so what my mom said when we won that trip to New York from the radio when I was a kid oh, yeah. she had to pay taxes on that so yeah thanks a lot kid cratic <laughs> rest Runous. in peace rest in peace but you also I mean you sent me to New York thank you Yeah, yeah. but we had to pay taxes and
1: well. shout out to uh, my brother Zach Wallace and his girlfriend Kelly Wilson for this story just now. yeah congratulations <laughs> on your trip
0: to Japan yeah and getting on Prices Right oh the gaunch was on Prices Right too yeah yeah he was seeing that. Um, all right, well, what have so We have seen
1: that alright well so what
0: do we think about Slenderman <laughs> oh, god I mean, it's hard when something seems real and it's not. I guess that's misleading for kids. I it makes me just want to yeah. be like, I would I would like to think that when I was 12 I wasn't that dumb to think that it was real. Mm. However, the one girl isn't dumb, I guess theoretically, because she has schizophrenia, so she can't help believing it. You know, she can't yeah. help thinking it's real. I think
1: it takes a certain kid that's going through a lot of stuff or has severe legitimate mental health problems I to mean, kind to of fair, like be able to not recognize the line between reality and and fantasy. Up
0: until I was maybe able to drive a car, though, I wouldn't leave the bedroom door open in my childhood bedroom because I thought that the leprechaun was going to get me. The leprechaun? I'm very afraid that of the leprechaun. leprechaun from the movie leprechaun oh, that Leprechaun, the mean one that bites people's <laughs> fingers off and if you are virgin and you sneeze three times in a row without someone saying god bless you he will take you as his oh, bride oh my god were you like always like say god bless you say, say god bless you mom for the lo- no I don't have to worry about this <laughs> oh, that's the one lepre- good thing about not hanging and banging and <laughs> the old leprechaun doesn't want you anymore but you know I mean I think I was like probably like a teenager when I was like alright no <laughs> it's not a real thing why Like the leprechaun, the leprechaun
1: why him the movie was so scary did and it just see, became a thing. You see, leprechaun the Did you see, I leprechaun, in leprechaun. Hood? Did you see oh, leprechaun in space? Tommy talks about that.
0: Movie. The leprechaun movies are so scary.
1: I don't think I've seen it, but it's isn't it weird how like as a kid, like when we had on and he was like. Falkor is what did it for me. Like, everybody
0: as a kid has something made obscure so yeah. that terrified them. Well, the dumb thing is, like, Warwick Davis is, like, Ewok. Like, he's an Ewok, and he's, like, he's famous. Like the little person? Yeah, he's the one that plays Leprechaun. Oh, and uh, he like, also was the Ewok?
1: Yeah. See, I loved Ewoks.
0: Yeah, so he's, like, famous, but I don't know why. It just scared the shit out of me, that Leprechaun. Jennifer Aniston's in the first one. Anyway, oh, really? Yeah. That's funny.
1: Oh, man. I haven't seen it, but I'm trying to remember what my
0: sadly, thing sadly was as a kid that I was scared of. Yeah, I was not as scared as, like, of Jason, Michael Myers, Freddie, any of them. The leprechaun is what yeah, did Yeah, I it. don't think I was really My sister was very of scared either. of, um, uh, what is the one with the guy and he has a hook? And, oh, it just escaped my mind. And it's, like, it was shot in Chicago on my kid. Can- oh, uh. Where it's, like, he scratches the hood of your car if you're parking? No, that's, um... That's uh, the the urban legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's... Oh, my God. I, I'll think of it. It'll be too late. Candyman. There it was. Oh,
1: Candyman. Yeah. He had all the bees in his mouth. In yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, I mean, I'm
1: sure I was, like, creeped out watching that, but... Oh, you know what, though? I did... We did do a lot of the... What was that thing when you would go into the bathroom and turn the Bloody lights Mary. off? Mary. Bloody Mary,
0: yeah. Yeah. That one... See, even as a kid, we did weird shit like that. I didn't do that. I was because a pussy. I, was I did. Scared. Every time I would be like, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, you're a pussy. And I was like, yes, I am. And guess who's not going to get killed by Bloody Mary tonight? <laughs> losers. I was
1: really fascinated and, like, thrilled by those things looking back on it as a kid, which is probably why I'm now doing a podcast about it. But we would go into the bathroom and do Bloody Mary and stuff like that. We did Ouija boards. That's
0: Candyman, as you say his name five times in the mirror. Yeah, we would do that stuff. We would
1: do stuff to... F- intentionally scare ourselves and scare each other try to contact the other side try and you know get weird creepy scary demon stuff to happen but like why because it's it's
0: Thrilling, I guess, is why we did it. It's just any of that urban legend, like, like you said, it scares you. You're getting to the edge, yeah. Like You in your head, like, even if you're 12, you know that like Candyman's not going to come if you say his name five times. But like, but what if he, he did? Might. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think yeah. that's why if if Slenderman and stuff like this was a thing when I was young, I definitely would have been into it. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I'm just a step away. <laughs> I would have been a baby about it and been like, leave me alone. Oh, yeah. Well interesting though yeah he's an interesting character or it I've been saying he the whole time maybe it's an it let's not judge well it's, it's a humanoid man. he's I mean, not a man yeah I mean he's called Slenderman but he's kind of known as a humanoid so do you think Slenderman whenever it's
0: like Kindle style when you pull the, yeah. ol- the old suit pants or down or it's a bunch of tentacles <laughs> <laughs> it's like a plated calamari <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. That's nasty. But I, I do want some calamari now.
1: Oh, I do love calamari. Yeah. Except I don't like I only
0: like the rings. The ones Do you really? That, oh, I don't
1: like the things that look like I'm the equal, little
0: spiders. Equal opportunity calamari That's good for you. Yeah. We
1: could have it together and you can have all those and I'll have the rings. Deal. <laughs> deal. All right. Well, Thanks. we mentioned shout outs, you shouted out me. That was very nice. Saving my life in a uh, car incident. Well, you saved mine too I that's by true. driving very responsibly. The old beetle. Same thing. Uh, yeah. We'll also shout out Dana Hall. Yes. For correctly guessing the quotes for the Dyatlov Pass episode.
0: Mm-hmm. You got any more? Oh, you know, just like everybody who listens. Shout out yeah. to you guys. Thanks for listening. Doug. For sure. uh, Dougie Caravella sent a, a really cool podcast about a Dallas doctor, that one that was like botching all the surgeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give that a listen. I'll give you a listen oh, oh, nice. about that. But, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, yes. Thank you to everybody that listens. Uh, thank you, Austin Guttery and Tommy Brown for editing. Again, thank you to all of you for listening. The best thing you can help us do to grow is like, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And
0: even better, tweet about us or Facebook about us or tell your friends. Ask, ask them to like our page or Definitely. whatever. Uh, the ones that you think would like it. That's yes. how we grow.
1: Word of mouth is by far the best marketing. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Pod and like us on Facebook. At Sinisterhood. Where can they find you, Heather? I'm on Instagram at Heather vs. The World and on Twitter at MCK vs. The World. I am on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and on Twitter at Christy or GTFO. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy.
0: Sinisterhood.